Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I am your Cobra intern that fast-tracked back here from Operation Jetlag to sell you, yes, you, a hiss tank, codename Legion Cub. Okay, so anybody who's watching, uh, bear with us. We're ironing out some kinks here. Uh, I've never done this this way before, so we're we're gonna have some fun. We're we're gonna let's see here. I'm trying to let everybody know we're live, pal. Uh, we're gonna talk about the his tank tonight. That is. This whole campaign has been unbelievable. Noel, do you want to give us kind of a rundown of what this HasLab has been thus far? Um, unexpected? I mean, not the unexpected in the sense that we kind of knew that the Hiss Tank was about 60% the most likely thing we were getting. Uh, but uh, it going live and then meeting its goal of 8,000 within, what was it, seven or eight hours from the time it went live? Eight hours and 41 minutes. So the fastest uh, Kickstarter to ever fund, or not Kickstarter, but HasLab to ever fund. Um, and then meeting all of its perks. Uh, it's What was it? Its early bird was supposed to have been met uh, within like uh, 10 days. And it got met within the like 24-hour period. Then we wound up getting all of the additional levels and coming off the sky striker a few months back where they really had to throw out some incentives at the very end to get that thing just over the, the minimum um, seeing this one come out of just out of nowhere and blow everything else before it away. And now uh, as I go back and look at it, because uh, I may or may not have just added one number to the tally. What, um, what are you doing? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's um, a way to build anticipation. <laughs> Let's see. We are currently. Oh, I lost my page. See, this is what I, I get. I'm, I'm totally prepared right now. <laughs> well, we, we, we're all. Uh, there, there are a lot of things that we're kind of trying to figure out at the moment. <laughs> right now, I'm just trying to share the link on all of our social media, uh, so at, more people can uh, get to this. We're at 25,787 backers. So whew, more than uh, more than triple the number they were going for. And, and that's absolutely incredible. And it shows, you know, G.I. Joe fans, I think, have been under observed. I don't want to say underappreciated. That's not the right word. Under observed for a very long time. And I think the classified series, you know, Emily and Lenny have both said it over and over again as we've been watching these live streams that they just didn't anticipate the demand for classified series. Uh, and once again, I think we've shown up and showed that we love G.I. Joe, we want G.I. Joe product, and that this his tank is something that's very, very special. Uh, you know, not even really because it's a his tank. But because this is the first major big vehicle for the classified series and the first classified HasLab, and I think just that excitement in in the Joe community has been what's propelled this to such heights. 
you guys continue the chatter, please. I'm still trying to uh, to to share the stupid link here. I think I've had success. There we go. Okay, so <laughs> you, you you uh everybody watching now understands that we want to get as many eyes on this as possible. So I'm throwing this out on social media. Please, uh, you guys watching, share this. Let people know. I know there are a lot of different Joe content providers who are doing exactly what we're doing right now. I think uh, Dave Wheeler started like uh, two hours ago or something doing a live stream, but I think he does a Monday night show all the time anyway. Uh, so we're, you know, we're, we're on it. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> and next time we do this, we will have this experience under our belts uh, and also, we won't have the weird time crunch of like, oh, we're in the last hour of really one of the most historic G.I. Joe events in history. Yeah. Christian, what what has this been for you as somebody who's been a little more casual, at least until recently, about the classified right. series? So when when they announced they were going to do a vehicle, my gut was it was going to be a Hiss tank. But then that also led me to go, oh, I don't want it to be a his tank because that's the easy answer. I, I want something a bit more off the wall. Um, and then when they revealed it, it was, oh, okay, this is a great update to the his tank. Um, I was going I wanted to back it, but I also was going to hold off, sort of like I did with the Sky Striker. I just wanted to see where it, where, you know, how it did. Right. Um, well, I think part of the reason, because we, one of the things when I'm, when I'm backing a crowdfunding project, uh, typically if something sparks my interest, I'm like, I'm in, I'm all in, give it to me. I, I'm, I'm doing this from day one. Let, let's go. That's how it was with Call Sign Longbow. That's how I was with um, the art of G.I. Joe, the, the 3D Joe's, the uh, Carson's project. Uh, like, I, I just get into stuff and I'm on it. And that's my perspective is like, gosh, if you're interested in this, do it. But I also understand like, well, I'd like to see a little momentum. I don't want to because I, I, I have and anybody who knows me knows this about me. I get really excited about things. And it doesn't always work out for me. <laughs> so I understand having a little reservation of like, you know what? I'd like to see this get a little momentum before I get invested in it. And is that yeah, kind of well, where you were at? Sort of. It's also the, you know, if we get down to the last day, am I going to be that number that pushes this over the edge that gets it funded? Um, but also this is going to be one of I was trying to think on the on the flight back today my legacy at at I think is the well and my Naboo um Amidala starship are probably the two biggest pieces I have in my display um and since I downsized my house I kept thinking gosh this his tank is going to be massive where am I going to put it? What's going to have to lose a spot in the shelf? And will that be worth it? And um, 
you know, some uh, thrilled for people that love the unlocks. There's some unlocks I really love. There's some unlocks that I feel very meh about. But when they got to that Cobra Commander, that that was the don't break the ice moment. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, got to buy. I was I was the same where I was the same place. I was like, all right, well, the Cobra Commander was what finally got me to go ahead and go in on it. Uh, and I had a pretty good idea that I was going to ahead of time couple of the unlocks like i said i'm not i'm not that crazy about any of the non-figure unlocks that they've revealed um i can take them or leave them because i think it looks really good just as the base level tank um but but yeah getting getting that that cobra commander getting thrown in especially considering that all this time and we still don't have a proper cobra commander and classified as mm-hmm. we've said before uh that was that that was definitely the icing on the cake so yeah and you mentioned that cobra commander today oh wait we got okay i've got everything everything shared on the social medias the link is out there anybody who's going to get in here has the opportunity to get in here fight through those algorithms and join us (laughs) uh and we've got we've got some chat on here nostalgia addiction yojo yojo but also uh Captain Speedy, Woot, Woot indeed, Woot, Yeet, YOLO, whatever. We're very excited about all of this. Uh, and then Nostalgia Addiction jumping in again. I want a classified mud fighter. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. <laughs> I'll back it. I'll bet. Look, and that's that's part of the magic, I think, of the classified series for me. You know, there's been a lot of conversation about like, oh, what characters do you want to see? Who needs to be in the line? You know, we we were all very excited to see Shipwreck eventually. We didn't know when it was going to happen. Now we know he is happening. We've seen the render. He looks fantastic. But honestly, you guys, uh, and I'm interested to hear kind of how you felt about this. For me, it wasn't about specific characters. It was about, oh, I just want to see what classified is going to mean for this character. Like, mm-hmm. I want them, I I just want to see what the next thing is. It's less about, oh, I need them to make crystal ball. And don't get me wrong. I do need them to make crystal ball, but it's about seeing like what Lenny and the, and the crew come up with and how they're going to interpret it into classified. I'll, I'll second that mud fighter. If it means we get a classified dog fight, because (laughs) Because otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna cust, uh, kit bash an ace duck figure into a classified uh, dog fight at some point. Well, there there are plenty of ace duck figures on the horizon. So, well, I think the the NECA one I think is already out now. It is already out now, uh, and then the Super Seven one should be right around the corner. We got classified agree. Swamp Masher. That's the question. Yes, dude. That's that. Well, and that's when I first saw Mud Fighter. Yes, Crystal Ball. Um. When I first saw Mud Fighter, that was that's what popped into my head, and I was like, "Oh no, that's the Mud Fighter has the big crazy fan on the back." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Swamp Swamp Masher, Swamp Smasher. This is after my time. I'm I'm always <laughs> I try to be transparent about where my knowledge is, and my knowledge is like eighty two to eighty seven, a little bit of eighty eight. But once you get past that, I'm I uh, I have to look things up. I have to remind myself that there's actually a lot of really good toys, especially figures uh, beyond those years that I collected as a kid. If you can get past the wacky colors that they they went with, because the the Swamp Smasher was one of those 
Well, it's purple and green. I mean, I know, but like I saw it on eBay, really great price. And I thought, why is that a Joe vehicle? That would be perfect for dreadnoughts. So I got mm. it to customize it as a dreadnoughts vehicle because hello, swamp. And once I had it in my hands, it was playing around with it. I was like, this vehicle is amazing. How does it? I, I never hear, you know, bandit like none of my friends ever talked about it. And it's never expensive. No, not yet. So anyway, that would it's sort of like those hidden gems that would be. Yeah. To see those pop up in classified because, you know, they're a little smaller. They're going to something like that would be able to be on the retail shelf, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I, yeah. I think that would be reasonable, especially with, you know, as the team has assured us. Um, oh, interesting. Swamp Masher would make a good transformer mashup. Who it, it, it would be it would be a constructicon, it would have to be because of the oh, color scheme. Yo, the mm, yeah, the colors yep. are like hundred <laughs> percent constructicon colors. Yeah. So do you just make it devastator? Or do you what was there? I'm trying to think back to the cartoon. Wasn't there kind of a lead constructicon? Well, Scrapper was the lead and the on the cartoon so would you what do you think i don't, would you just I don't think he really fits the mold of any of the specific construction cons because he's not a construction vehicle but uh you could you could do something you could call him bone crusher you could call him oh yeah you're something right, like you're that right. just just to get a cool name on him yeah he doesn't have to he doesn't have to merge with five others because that might get a little bit a little bit ambitious no i want <laughs> here's what i want think i big, want no. six swamp mashers that transform into different robots and combine into one big giant robot. <laughs> I people would totally go for that. Yeah, be, I, I, I would imagine that would that would blow away this has. Oh yeah, instantly. Yeah, way more popular than a his tank for sure. <laughs> um, so we've got a little bit of news uh, because unexpectedly. Oh wait, I didn't. Okay, I didn't do our intro. I said I was going to do our intro, but we're all we're excited. We're live, pal. Uh, so you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at GI Joe Audible. If you wanna, if you ever have any uh, info, if we miss something or you something you'd like to hear, or something you want us to review, send us a message at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. That's the best way to get in touch with us to to give us feedback about the show. Uh, and you can get Audible Interlude T shirts on the Needless Things T Public Store which you absolutely cannot find through any Google search. You can't go to T public and search for needless things or audible interlude. The algorithms just beat us down. So I'll post links on the Instagram account or on Twitter from time to time. Direct links are like the only way to find our little tiny store hidden away in the bottom corner of T public, but we have uh, regular audible interlude logo shirts. And then we just put up, a uh ai pod shirt that i is we've already sold far more than i expected to <laughs> without a big push on them uh so dragon con is coming up and if we see you in an audible interlude shirt at dragon con uh, you will absolutely receive some free swag so uh just check that out like i said the links will be available but we've got news from emily and lenny uh they did uh like not really promoted at all. It just kind of happened today. An Instagram live video 
Um, oh, Schweck, did they add the Rancor unlock tier yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they uh, now unlock if, number five. We're getting an Ula with our history. We tank. hit. 30,000, they're going to throw in a rancor. They, they put they put a little bit of fur on his head and they called it a fatal fluffy so that you would go all in on it. <laughs> it's, it's fatal fluffy color. It's a fatal fluffy colorway rancor. Right. It would be great. Uh, Kevin oh Riddle, God. with the success of the Hiss, I hope it promotes more classified vehicles and playset pieces for diorama builds. Well, and that's a good, that's a really good point, Kevin, because as we've seen with some of Hasbro's products recently the the java's throne room is the one that really jumps out at me the vintage collection throne room uh and with the focus that we've seen on some of the panels that hasbro has done they are definitely aware of toy photography and what a large percentage of their customer base is into that so it wouldn't surprise me at all that dioramas are on the table that uh, I think blast effects are something that we're going to see a lot more of because one, they know that this that's very appealing for the photographers, but also it's a great upsell because that's why I think that's why that Viper three pack had the price point that it had is because they threw in those blast effects and they know that's something very desirable for the customers. Uh and and Hasbro, I'm sure, is also aware that their their aftermarket third party blast effects available on Etsy or whatever, uh, and they they want a piece of that pie. And they could, I mean, and so many just little things that they could throw in from some of the 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 mini play sets from back in the '80s, things like the like the ammunition depot sign and things like that. Like mm-hmm. you would pay an extra ten dollars for a classified figure to have that you know that in there. I'm sure. Oh, well, it's here, here, think about this. Um, what, what if they just do the, the ammo dump or the, uh, what, what is the, the missile range set? What is the gray the one? Cobra firing, firing range. range. The firing the range. Defense. Like do that with a figure and they can probably charge 40 bucks for that. Yeah. Easy. If not more. Uh, Schweck's got another good one here. Uh, they can throw a Mickey Mouse logo on the chest of the Rancor. <laughs> uh, Ooh, okay, there's so, that's a dual-sided joke right, right there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, Disney. It's the whole Disney thing. <laughs> uh, they, they could do it like a legit Mickey Mouse on it. Uh, okay, so Emily and Lenny went on Instagram uh, earlier today. I watched the video. And first of all, they had little... Emily is a, a little tiny person she's holding the model of the hiss that they've been using for the, for the photography and to promote and everything else and it's huge you guys it's it is like that it's massive for what it is uh and i gotta say we haven't talked about them because we haven't recorded since they put up the new pictures but the fully painted pictures of the model are awesome have you guys seen these yet mm-hmm. yeah with the the interior painted with the light gray where you can really see everything in there uh you can see where the turret where they you know you you have the turret dangling down into the yes the compartment in there yeah uh just uh, this thing looks fantastic so emily's standing there holding this this huge thing and i'm wondering like why did they give this little tiny woman the giant model to have to manipulate while Lenny's just standing there with his big buff self, like, yes, 
hold that hiss, little woman, while I talk. Uh, so the hiss is freaking huge. Uh, we mentioned earlier that this thing funded in eight hours and 41 minutes. It broke all of the HasLab records. Nothing has ever funded that quickly before. Um, Schweck has popped. I thought the interior lights were a waste until those picks. Yeah, well, and that's what, because the whole interior was black. So it was kind of like, uh, it just looks kind of like a goth rave in there. It's not that interesting. But then once they lightened up that interior, now you can really see what's going on in there. It's really fantastic. Uh, and the the biggest takeaway for me from this is that they said, yes, you will have it by the end of 2023. Like they said, they have 15 months-ish, but they it, it seemed to me that they made a point of saying you will have it by the end of next year. So I, I think they're really on target for that. And people seeing the model may be thinking, well, wait, if it's already tooled up, you guys have one. Why is it going to take so long? That model is literally a model. It's not a production piece at all. It was created using the renders, but not using like the tooling that they're going to have to use to make the actual hiss. So like artisans created that thing like as a one-off it's not the finished product in any way shape or form so it's not like they have a production hiss that they're showing us and now they're just going to kick back for 15 months and be like well let's just chill for a while while we produce all these hisses that's not what it is at all this model was a very special project that they did in a different way because of the nature of the HasLab uh did you guys see the new cobra commander render yeah what did you think of this no you go first well he's got he's got the gun you can mount it on his back so it's it's coco it's who it's who we want well what's funny to me about it is at joe fest i bought a little set of accessories from mark two designs go check out mark two designs on etsy that is a backpack and the hairdryer gun, and it plugs into the existing classified series Cobra Commander. And it looks exactly like <laughs> what Hasbro is doing with this Cobra Commander, which is great. I mean, well, actually, this one almost looks like the little backpack piece is more of a holster. Uh, the Mark II Designs version is like the old figure where the gun plugs into the little back piece. Uh, which, by the way, fits under his, you know, this classified Cobra Commander has the little, like, cape and the thing going behind it. But you can fit that backpack piece under that. You don't have to remove it. Uh, but the gun does plug in like it does on the original figure. But it looks like the the Hasbro version is more holstery. It looks like the gun mm -hmm. slides into the top. Uh, quick update since we're it's 11:24, and I'm gonna refresh here and see where we're at. Uh, twenty six thousand twenty seven backers, you guys. That's wild because a few days ago, you know, we love histank.com. Uh, we get a lot of our we we sort of generate ideas from there. I, I love going on there, and. Uh, just sort of seeing what people think in general about G.I. Joe. And it had been said at one point 
the 28,000 was like really optimistic. I think it's entirely possible in the next half hour, we're going to hit 28,000. Yeah. You got 34 minutes and less than 2000 to go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, all right. We got a couple more nerdy laser. What's up, rich. Thank so, you for showing up, man. There's a uh, lot of FOMO wish... going on right now. I have a feeling yeah, right, in the right. community. Well, and that's what Rich is saying. I wish I could get the hiss, but I'm having to pass. Wish it was a triple T, my favorite vehicle in GI Joe. Dude, I think a triple T is probably very much on the table. I got to think for whatever period of time they've got Sergeant Slaughter signed, they're going to want to get a triple T out there and make that money. They are, they are going to get every dime yes. that they are paying out of Sergeant, to Sergeant Slaughter back out of them. Nostalgia addiction, best Christmas ever. You're not kidding. Twenty <laughs> Christmas 2023. And well, and this goes back to uh my good friend Mr. Bo Brown, who did a lot of Masters of the Universe shows with me back on the Needless Things podcast, back when the Masters of the Universe Classics Castle Grayskull came out, he actually saved it and put it under his Christmas tree because he wanted that experience. Oh, of- that's cool. Right, of Christmas morning, having that big toy to open up. Uh, and this hiss is going to be very similar to where, you know, I, you know me, I've got the Needless Things YouTube channel, so I'm going to have to open it up and review it ASAP. But, like, how awesome to potentially have a hiss tank, a massive hiss tank. Because think about, like, it's, you know, this thing's huge. But the box it's going to come in, this isn't going to be, I don't think, like a cheapo Walmart retail box. I believe this thing is probably going to get the deluxe packaging treatment. Think about how that double zero snake eyes was packaged in that big, fancy, embossed box with the gloss on it. You open it up and it has the the uh, artwork inside, like we we haven't even really talked about what the packaging might be for this his tank. I think we're going to see some of the most impressive like deluxe packaging we've ever seen. And it's not only going to be the tank, but you've got what the three figures and the retro carded Cobra commander. It's what is it? The driver, yeah. the tactician and the gunner, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also the retro carded Cobra commander. So, we don't I mean, even know is... what that uh, tactician's going to look like yet because we haven't voted right. on the yeah on the, the color poll. Scheme. Will go up sometime after half an hour from now, and we'll get to choose what this tactician is going to look like. Uh, but yeah, just think about all of that in one massive package sitting under the Christmas tree. That's or or whatever your by the menorah, whatever your your beliefs, <laughs> your whatever you celebrate uh holiday i'm just thinking imagining having the patience to wait to open that thing and for any of you out there who do that you are a better human being than i (laughs) no there's there's even if i didn't look i said because i've got the youtube channel that's that's my excuse there's no way i could wait like because even when Bo, uh because we both have the castle grayskull and i was like you're gonna because it I feel like it delivered in November ish. I was like, you're going to wait. He said, yeah, I want, I want that experience. And Bo is a very, uh, 
he he cherishes life experiences he he wants everything to be a, a rich mm. beautiful pa- life's rich pageant as it were uh and he really does like put a lot of thought into making everything mean something and i i appreciate that about him but me i'm the rip it open guy <laughs> I, there's no like i bet i bet when bo gets presents well no actually i know for a fact when bo gets presents he untapes the one side, he untapes the other side, he untapes the bottom, he slowly, he savors. Wow. Like like a delicious meal, he savors every moment of that, you know, that presentation. Whereas me, I'm the tear the gift wrap off, get in there. Yeah, I'm like, open. you don't have to wrap it, just leave it in the bag and hand it to me. Yes, so yes. <laughs> I'm the in-between where, you know, I don't want to look like I'm I'm not appreciative, but I also don't want to look like I'm too eager. You want to have some decorum. Yes, yes. yes. I, so I try to have decorum when I'm, you know, when I'm in front of people. If I'm, if I'm by myself, then it's, it, yeah, it's just all going out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and Schweck has known uh, Bo for, for his entire life, he said he's done that since we were kids. Uh, and then nostalgia addiction, I'm going to open it ASAP. Yes, get that thing open and get it on your shelf. Well, don't even get it on your shelf. Open it up, put all the stuff on it, take it outside, take some pictures, put the figures in it, put the other figures in it, put a Cobra Commander in the back. It's There's going to be so much to do with this thing. It's very exciting. Maybe by that point, we'll have a, a, a classified chuckles you can throw a rocket at it with. <laughs> <laughs> That's That was my uh, <laughs> semi-serious pick for like the last minute enticement yeah. was a chuckles with a uh, uh, Havoc rocket. You got, uh, you got 29 minutes, Hasbro. Make it happen. Right. Yeah, <laughs> let's get on this. Emily and Lenny, I know they're out there watching this because they love Audible Interlude uh make it happen all right let's see where we're at let me do a little refresh here and see what we've got going on because we are technically supposed to be counting down twenty six thousand one hundred and twenty three backers it's phenomenal 28 minutes to go i'm Ooh. so tempted to jump in there and get another one uh i just it's just not a dragon con's right around the corner and then and then right after dragon con they're bringing back joe lanta yeah, literally the weekend after Dragon Con, and they just announced Sergeant Slaughter as a guest. How can they do this to us? It's horrible. Ugh. Why? Bad timing. Bad Kristen, time. you have to I, stay an extra week in Atlanta. But I, well, I think I think I part mean, of the reason I'm not going to Minnesota now for Macna. So, <laughs> how much vacation time do I have? Well, I think. A big part of it was, you know, Joe Lanta used to be combined with Toy Lanta, or excuse me, Joe Lanta used to be combined with the Great Atlanta Toy Convention, and then it turned into Toy Lanta, and I think that Joe Lanta was kind of a haven for the larger scale, the 12-inch G.I. Joe collectors, and they've kind of been left by the wayside because Toylanta has turned into more of a general toy convention, and then and there's really no focus on one six scale Joe, which is you know it's where it all started. It deserves attention. Honestly, we need to be giving it more attention on the show, and we're going to be doing that. I promise. Uh, and I think that this this relaunch of Joe Lanta is is an attempt to look. 
we we got to get those guys, the originals, back in. We got to give them something. But at the same time, we're still going to welcome our real American hero friends because here's Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> well, uh, who doesn't love Sergeant Slaughter? They know what puts me in the You two don't love Sergeant Slaughter because you voted him out of G.I. Joe, you maniacs. I, I was an impartial juror in that whole. You were not. You voted against him. You're a maniac. Uh, okay, so. One last thing we got to talk about from the uh, yeah right Schweck good point buy two more and pay for Dragon Con twenty twenty four well yeah yes and no because my gosh the hotel rates are going way up I I saw today what the Hilton is going to be charging in twenty twenty three and it's uh, bonkers okay uh, one more th- well you know what we're not even going to talk about the his tank merch because I want to talk about actual his tanks. Uh, so what we're going to do now is an instruments of destruction slash America's elite where we're just going to talk about his tank. So let me pull up our favorite resource, yojo.com. Uh, and we got to go back to the beginning. The original hiss was released in 1983. Now, do either one of you have an original hiss? Noel, of course you do. So this is this is weird for me. The Hiss was never one of my favorite vehicles. It actually was not one I owned um, in '83 or '84 when it was still on shelves. I got mine mail order in probably '85 oh, wow. or '86, and so I never had the driver when I was a kid. Um, this. I don't remember if this is my childhood one or if this is one that I acquired later on. It's just the one that's in the best condition right now. Um, but now, I, do you have a driver now and have does it have a Cobra symbol on its chest? <laughs> I have a driver now. And because I live on planet earth, the second answer is no. <laughs> because unless how it's does, still, How is that like the one thing out of all the Joe figures? There are no his tank drivers with that. Well, it's, it's just any silver tampo from the time so that you also have like, uh, I think even more rare than that is going to be the Viper Glider pilot. If you have one of those with the silver tampo, then you are you can retire. Mine has like some of it still. Yeah, yeah that I mean that's so that's that's more rare than the his tank driver. Well, I mean the Viper Glider was didn't that didn't get produced in the same number. Oh, you're right. Yeah, his. of course, of course. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. So it's a much more rare figure. Let me check in real quick. Uh, Yorktown Joe, Yorktown Joe is here. Who is super helpful with, uh, you know, I mentioned before, if we miss something, uh, let us know. Send us a message. Yorktown Joe has helped us out a couple of times on Instagram. Love the Audible Interlude podcast. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Like, you guys are, well, we do it because we love this, but uh, it means a lot that you guys are here with us. Uh, JJ? Holder Shelt, super excited. Can't wait to set up a display with the hiss and a few trouble bubbles when they drop. Yes. Yes. Oh, dude. That trouble bubble was honestly, I can't say since the beginning of classified because I don't, for me, I don't know that there was an expectation that we would ever get vehicles, which is, is part of my problem with six inch figures in general, because as, as kid, we're all kids at the eighties. And to us, 
Star Wars, G.I. Joe, mask, like vehicles were an intrinsic part of our play experience. And that's why I've never really been to fully able to fully immerse myself into six inch or one twelve scale or whatever, because those vehicles are so important to me. So when classified started, I was like, well, this is cool. It's G.I. Joe. So I'm going to buy them. But, you know, I really don't expect any vehicles ever. Uh, And the fact that that i mean one we're getting a hiss but two they've announced a trouble bubble that's going to be a retail release well i don't know if it'll be fan channel i don't know if we'll actually see it in walmart or target or whatever but just thinking about a classified series flight pod so exciting i mean the moment that i saw that initial announcement i was like i'm buying at least two of those because you got because I gotta I gotta army build the televipers, but I also have to have two trouble bubbles because yes. they're gonna look so oh, good yeah. next. And eventually, I'm gonna have to get some fo- photos with my Tomax and Zamot in them. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Tomax and Zamot, uh, very very quietly across their personal comm situation, conspiring against Cobra Commander. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that original hiss, 1983. Now I I had it when I was a kid. Uh, I dug it, and uh, look, I'll go ahead and bring out this is this is the retro one that came out two years ago. Was it twenty twenty? Because twenty twenty one was the blue one. Yeah, because I want to say this came out shortly after I moved into my new house. So when I was a kid, um, this very much like the havoc. Oh wow, that doesn't want to come out at all. So before the havoc even existed, oh my gosh, this turret doesn't come out of this one. Holy cow. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. So when I was a kid, this turret came out and was a little like hover vehicle, uh-huh. uh, like a little attack vehicle. It's like the stap from Star Wars episode one. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Except this was. <laughs> 15 years before that uh and this troops went in here uh inside the hiss which was it was one of those things like when we were kids there were there were these things that that we would like toys would have unintended play little features that as a kid you figured out like oh i can stick guns in these little ports in in this star wars vehicle or i can remove this turret and have it fly around uh and blast things like there, there were little features like that that we took advantage of and it's that's one of the things that makes the classified hiss so fun is it has that back compartment that like in our heads when we were playing with the original hiss that's what was back there uh so yeah this is the the i guess 2020 retro hiss release uh, that's a beautiful piece and interestingly is using the tooling you can see on the bottom here. I mean, you can't see it now. Uh, this is the 2004 Hiss tank. Uh, so it's the tooling of an older release. All right, let me uh, pull my notes up here because now we're, we're getting, we're going to get a little deep. Uh, in 1985, they released the, SMS, the Sentry and Missile System, which was a Crimson Hiss with the MMS recolored, 
which was a thing that that happened a lot in the line. Which I never had. I never had any of these exclusive toys as a kid. I didn't either, and I very clearly remember them being at what was it, Sears, JC Penny? Yeah, see, this was a Sears exclusive. Yeah, I remember these Sears and JC Penny exclusives, and I never had any of them. And I, I because look, we all know the the wish books, the Sears and JC Penny wish books that would come out before the holidays that you would sit down on the floor, and you would circle everything that you wanted and i remember all of these sets being offered but for whatever reason and look my parents were very my dad was in the military he, he retired a lieutenant colonel so gi joe at the beginning was very much a like father son like oh i can explain a lot of these vehicles and things to you and what these military specialties are and that's that sort of stuff like we're way into it uh but I guess they they kind of drew the line at the Sears and J.C. Penny exclusive <laughs> for whatever reason. When I uh, see Yorktown, this one pop up on on eBay, out of all the various versions and colorations of the hiss that comes up, this is the one that usually tempts me the most. It's beautiful. And that they, shade they, of of dark red is, I think, so fitting for the tank. Uh, Yorktown Joe, I had an early hiss in 1983. The earlier ones had faint 788 red outlines. The second wave had brighter 788 stickers with white centers. Really? What have you got, Noel? Uh, I've got the white center. And I do have... Uh, oh, wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I, I have another one in storage that does not have the white center. So I know there is the oh, variation. I was not aware. I had the all red. Um, I, I don't remember there being a white center, or at least uh, that's what my memory tells me. Uh, so this, and this, the, the, and this may have been the mail away. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, if that's the case, they may have done it different for the mail away, or I don't know if it was just in the regular assortments that they, well, right. The and there could up. easily be more than two variations. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, any crimson hiss, it really looks good. And what's weird to me is, is in later years when I was actively collecting Joe, there were a number of crimson hisses released and I just didn't buy them. And I, I, it's one of those things that I look back and I'm like, why, what, but I, for whatever reason, my post like 98 and on collection of Joe I didn't really care for things that weren't in their original colors. I don't know why. It's weird, and I regret the heck out of it. Uh, yeah, actually, according to Ojo, mail-in versions had the white ones. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, clear clear on the first early store versions. Uh, later store versions had red 788 stickers. Yeah, thank you, Yojo.com. So, oddly enough, we didn't get another hiss for six years because that the sms came out in 1985 and then in 1991 and it's technically not even a hiss the septic tank but we got the hiss too in 89 oh is that not oh but okay so that is different tooling though right right it's a different tool but it is a variation on the hiss yeah and that's it's not included in the vehicle so let's talk about tell us about the hiss too um it's it's similar looking to the hiss it's a it looks like it's got a wider cockpit i i never i've never owned one um i it looks like it holds maybe two 
drivers, like a driver and a passenger in the front. Um, the turret is a lot more, uh, a lot more elaborate. It's got a lot more detailing on the sides. It's a neat looking vehicle. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I love this thing. It's this, it's, some, it's, some, it's one I'd love to have in my collection. Yeah, this one is beautiful. Uh, and I always kind of forget about it. It has a ton more tooling on it. Mm-hmm. And it's got this wild bay in the back. Wow. Okay. So look at how the cockpit drops down. It's got a troop bay in the back. This is a fantastic vehicle. I don't love the cannons on top. I've seen this at toy shows plenty of times, and I have always passed on it for some reason. I really dig this thing. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that they have that that entry because the getting in and out of the his tank was always kind of a mystery because you would have needed uh, needed a ladder to get into it, which of course they've resolved incorporated that incorporated now, right? Yeah, into the new one. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this way it's it's kind of like the Night Raven. You can get in, and it just it lifts you up. This this is very cool. I, I'm gonna have to add one of these to my collection. I like this thing. I like this more than the regular hiss. Sorry, purists. Oh. Uh, Alan Grant. Hey boys, what's up, Alan? Thanks for checking in. Thanks, thanks um, for all your work on the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. We we really appreciate your your uh work with amber and fossils. Uh so check it in we are at 26,390 backers so we may not make that 28 that i i predicted earlier we've only got 13 minutes left uh so close what is next up we've got okay let's get let's get to one that i actually own here in 2000 the his three which i gotta say i think it's a little ambitious to call this a his three because it's basically a blue hiss with with dirty treads which Noel, i know you like these these treads that look like they've been out in the yard rolling around in fido's poop i, I love the dirty thre- dirty threads and this is specifically this is the walmart pre-release oh this, from- so that's the newer one yeah but what i love about this is that you have this area right here that is black so <coughs> there's a distinction because that's one thing that's always bothered me about a regular hiss is that yeah you got the treads here but then you just have this piece yeah. of black plastic and this makes it look different and i know we had discussed a while ago trading off yeah yeah i've still got one in box i yeah. will swap you some treads yeah because i have i have several <laughs> because trust me those walmart hiss tanks went on went on clearance for quite a big discount after a while so So i've got a few extra ones let me ask you this about your walmart one this one also has color up here Mm -hmm. like the mud has gone up onto the chassis i don't know if you guys can really see that or not probably not yeah it's not really easy to see um does yours have that no no they did not do that detail oh see that's great that makes me because i really like that brighter blue of the one that you've got you can see this one is more of a darker navy blue um the one the the newer one is a brighter blue uh which i dig so yeah we gotta do that we gotta do that tread swap at some point yeah definitely because i I would love to just put a pair of these on a regular standard black hiss tank yeah i would i would love to put regular treads on on that nice blue there you go see that's how it um, works. Okay. Symbiosis. 
So we have another Crimson Hiss in 2002, the Crimson Strike Team Hiss, uh, which is, I think this is the one that's from the set that I foolishly was like, that's too expensive. I'm not going to buy that. Let's see here. Oh, no, wait. This is something different entirely. This is a... convention exclusive so it honestly looks like a simpler version of the sms uh we will move on because that honestly that one's not that exciting <laughs> next we have the uh, another crimson one from operation crimson sabotage which was a toy uh, kb toys exclusive and this one i do remember and i'm kicking myself this is one of the ones uh i really really don't understand why i didn't buy it. it's a crimson hiss got a really nice paint job on it black treads and then an asp on the back a black and red asp uh lots of i, I feel like a lot of effort went into this set and i really should have bought it and it came with three crimson guard figures uh, three yeah there's different a, a lot of those uh sets that came out that had multiple troop builder figures that i am kicking myself for not buying I know. In, I, in I, my I, darker and, years of G.I. Joe. Well, with I mean, KB, so much of their stuff like went on the shelves on clearance that anytime I walked into KB and I saw an exclusive, I'd be like, at some point it's going to be marked down. Yeah, yeah. And then and, they would disappear and I would be like, oh. And that's what would happen. Foiled. Well, as somebody who worked at KB Toys, let me tell you what happened. Those would come in and the second they got marked down, an employee would buy all of them. So very rarely would you see exclusives like this actually make it to clearance. You'd see the other regular stuff get to clearance prices, but these exclusives, we were like vultures. They they wouldn't even. It's a good thing I know you now and not then. <laughs> That's true in more ways than you know. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Yorktown Joe, love the weathering on the His Three. My brother gave each of my sons those for Christmas around the time you mentioned. There you go. And and that's the thing is there. I do appreciate the uh, the additional deco on the treads because I know like there's something for everybody. I, I've got a clean His here that I'm very happy with, but other people want a little bit of weathering, want a little bit of extra deco, and that's cool too. I want GI Joe to be everything to everybody as much as it possibly can be uh all right let's jump ahead to another one that i actually have because we've only got eight minutes left here and check in one more time with uh pulse we are at twenty six thousand five hundred and thirty two. what's that's about 200 more backers since i checked a couple minutes ago uh so in 2015 I almost didn't get this, but I just could not deny the appeal of a bright orange pearlescent his <laughs> tank. And I'm so glad I got it. I love this thing. Uh, I love the cannons on this one. Look at the difference in the sculpt. Now, this was originally on the... 
I think the Arctic Hiss might have been the first one to have this. It was either that Mm-mm. or the 2008. No, it wasn't. No, the Arctic Hiss had the Oh, it has the rockets. You're right. Oh, wow. You're right. All right. So this tooling says 2004. So is this maybe from the Toys R Us exclusive? But whatever the case, you can see the cannons are different on this one. Uh, it's just a beautiful tank. And this is one of the ones that came with one of the sheets of numbers so you could put whatever numbers you wanted on the front i don't know why i picked 510 no clue that's how (laughs) tall my wife is maybe that's i don't know there you go i have no idea Uh, but i love this one and i there it is that is it came with the silent strike set for the 50th anniversary line in 2015 yeah, but these I know that these cannons were used previous to this. Um, and I'm not going to sit here because we're we right. are uh, our time is short now. I'm actually looking at this one here. Which I see the cannons on the Chimera version as well, which is came Maybe out right before. It it. Well, that was yeah, that was two th- yeah, that was the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Maybe that is where that came from. This uh, uh, 2005 hiss that was a Toys R Us exclusive. Are you seeing that one on your list? It's, yeah, it's on the list. It's one of the ones we I kind of skipped past. Well, it's a, it's a different mold than the rest of the hisses, but I feel like it lends a little bit of design cues to the classified one. And it has that canopy that's a little different. Whoa, here's one I totally skipped over. Okay, so you're looking at the 2005 hiss. Uh, the direct to consumer. Uh, this is I a Toys totally, R Us one. I totally missed the 2005 hiss from the regular line. If you scroll up just a little bit, the is that the one that doesn't look anything like a hiss? Well, I mean it. <laughs> it's does, got the treads, but, but then it, it's got like the snake head thing dude, that's this towards thing the is ground. Bonkers. Yeah. With the driver is the pit viper. Uh Man, that thing's wild. I didn't buy one of those either. And and I, I can see why I didn't because it's it's too much. But now I kind of want one. I because I was actively collecting. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard that from you. What's that? That's too much. It well, yeah, right. I'm not the guy who says that's too much, but you know what's too much is trying to get this stupid movie hiss. So uh I love this design. I the, think that this is what a real this is what a hiss would look like in, in the real world. Right, right. I, I think that's accurate. Uh it's got the cannons that swivel together. As much as I hate that the canopy is tra- is not translucent, that makes so much more sense than having a big open canopy in the front like it looks like it's actually armored for the pilot and you have uh the control well that pops right out uh you have the controls right here in the front uh you have rubber treads that actually roll like this is a good this is not necessary this like attack mode that it does that's just kind of annoying i don't care for that but I wish I had bought the black version of this. I have this like turd brown one that was the first release 
I bought two of these because I liked the design so much. And then they put out the black one that looks so much better. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to spend more money to get a different color. I've already got two of this. Well, I've, got, uh, and this I've got the shockwave version of this one, but it's not left the package. Okay. So this one also had where you could customize what you put on it. I don't know if you guys can see that, but because of the brown color, I designated this iron turd number two <laughs> uh, because of the brown color. But uh, this does this does lend its design. Of course, you know we have the shockwave that came out with the crossover set for Comic Con. Do you uh, mean this shockwave? Yes. So this needs to get made as a crossover toy. Absolutely. And this this, by the way, is my favorite toy vehicle that I own. Uh, it's it's glorious metallic purple. It's shockwave, my favorite transformer. Uh, and and I found something out earlier today. You guys may not know this. If while dusting this vehicle, you drop it on the floor, it explodes into five different pieces and almost gives you a heart attack. But fortunately, those five pieces go right back together and everything is okay, uh, which is why I'm still sitting here talking to you guys right now and not in the hospital. By their powers combined, it's Captain Shockwave. But this, I mean, this thing is just a beautiful vehicle and, and is all, this is all new parts. Uh, it is not, it's, it's designed after um the retaliation his tank oh it's so it is a different okay it is completely different these are these treads do not they're not the same treads as the other one they're all plat molded plastic uh everything it is completely different new parts uh from i don't know if you'll really be able to tell here but you can see like and this one does not have the unnecessary spring up feature either so yeah that's not helpful I'll just mm. put those away. Yeah, uh, this this I, is it's just dying to be made into a Transformers crossover absolutely. vehicle with like the Destro and the Bat that were in the original one too. All right, we are we down have our final to numbers. The last minute. Oh, it's eleven fifty nine because it ends at twenty six thousand seven hundred and seventeen backers. Uh so th this is it, you guys. Last minute. I guess I'm not going to get a second one and I, it's I'm I shouldn't I don't need to do it I, I can't I wish I did but I I can't uh wow that's it 12 a.m campaign is done 26,751 backers uh oh we got some more at the end oh there we go look at that boom nice Wow. I wonder if there, there may be a few more because I think as long as you had it carded by the time that the that it ended. Yeah. Yeah. As well, long as and, you're in the and and I don't know that this is factual, but it's rumored. Oh yeah, where it's twenty seven seven sixty two now. Yeah. Well, and it's also rumored that they add in like if Big Bad Toy Store or other online retailers purchase them, that those get added in afterwards. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh tomorrow what that number is or in a couple days or whatever it'll also be interesting to see what the his tactician ends up looking like very excited about that 
Uh, so we've talked about the hiss. We've talked about all kinds of stuff tonight. It's time to wrap this thing up. We we did our our live stream, and I gotta say, I think it was a success. Thank hey, you. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say thank you to everybody who who's hung out with us and watched this tonight. We will be doing more of this in the future. Uh, because this was fun. I had a great time here. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to everybody that joined us on the live. I want to give a shout out to all our Joe and Cobra fans out there, both those who backed this and those who didn't. Just thank you for being awesome fans. Those who backed this and those who are a year from now going to be trying to find one and saying, has anybody got a hiss for not scalper prices? <laughs> yeah, I want to a shout out to uh he has he has many different aliases, but Fred Brocka uh on the his tank forums. Uh a wellspring of information, very enthusiastic G.I. Joe fan, uh shared a very funny meme on Instagram earlier today uh about folks who didn't want to back the his tank. So I appreciated that. Uh, I'll, and I'll appreciate, you know, next year seeing those folks like, come on, bro, don't be a scalper. <laughs> no such thing as scalping when it's crowdfunding. Uh, all right. Well, thank you to everybody. Thank you to you guys. Uh, before we go, Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club, which I happen to be a member of. And uh, we do great work raising money for a fantastic charity called Canines for Warriors. If you're at any one of our any one of the conventions where we happen to be there as guests, then check out the table, donate some money. All goes to a fantastic cause. And if you ever thought about costuming as a G.I. Joe character, we've got field manuals on our site. You can check that out. We have resources on Facebook. We've got a, a recruitment group where we will give you guidelines and we'll give you like pointers and tips. Great group of people. So uh, yeah, check it out. And speaking of costuming as a GI Joe character, audible interlude will be recording a live episode at dragon con Friday at 1 PM in the dragon con American sci-fi classics track room. Uh, we will be there live and we need all of the G.I. Joe cosplayers to show up because what we're going to be doing is creating, we're going to be fantasy booking a live action G.I. Joe movie. Uh, so we need people in G.I. Joe costume. We're going to determine the tone of the movie, the villains of the movie, the story of the movie, everything. It's all going to be audience participation. So it's going to be a great time. We're going to have an awesome time doing that. And, then, and panel participation, because we're also going to be wearing costumes. So we expect correct. you to. Yeah, we're going to be in costume. So you have to be as well. Uh, and then Sunday at 7 p.m. at Dragon Con, the Classics track is going to be screening G.I. Joe the movie. And we will be there for a little uh, pre-panel beforehand on that uh so before we go christian tell us where can we find we talked about toy photography uh in this stream why don't you tell us yes. about yours you can find me on instagram and flickr.com under legion cub lots lots of blast effects and uh air cans <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> all right well you guys uh thanks for sitting down talking about gi joe everybody that watched thank you for showing up Look at that. Look at that beautiful silver we cobra funded. symbol. That modern figure. Uh, as always, yo, Joe. Cobra. cobra.
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.